Uh, welcome to another episode of Those Muckrakers, episode 35. Uh, I'm Pete. Indeed. <laughs> and I'm Pat. Uh, yeah, I can't actually back that up. I don't know if you can listen in HD, but I'd like to imagine. This is in HD, then. You just you got to do like President Trump. If you say the wrong thing or mess up, just be like, no, I meant to say there were people suffering and people trafficking. Okay? You know, Sad. I... I hate this because I used to joke all the time when people would get in trouble for, like, scandals, and <laughs> the politician would be on stage in front of his crying family and go, I'm very sorry that I slept with hookers, and I did cocaine, and I did lots of other drugs, too, and I paid for it with taxpayer money, and I hope I'm very sorry. And I was always like, man, if one of these dudes would just come out here and be like, listen, y'all, I love hookers and cocaine. What what do you want? It's all right, all right, all right. Like, I'm like, that dude would be president. And then, indeed, that dude became president. So even from a young age, my yeah. political instincts were spot on. But, I mean, even in your scenario, that guy's honest. Trump would go out there onto the stage and be like, okay, people, there was no coke, all right, it was there when I got there, the hookers were doing it, and I didn't pay for them, okay? Because I don't have to pay for hookers. They paid for me, in fact. They paid $100 a head. Okay? <laughs> Sad. So uh, to start us out in the news today, uh, Trump went and spoke before the U.N., um and he, it, it is insane that this week has been such a shit tornado that I almost forgot that, that happened this week. That happened two days ago, right? Like less than forty-eight hours ago, I think. It's already he was buried, out there yeah. on stage, yeah, and it's gone well, because of yesterday and today. Well, he did the thing he does but, with his base, where he goes, "Uh, you know what? I've achieved probably more than any president in history." And like all the European countries just started laughing. All the UN, to, uh, like all the countries of the world, started laughing. Yeah, very quick setup. Uh, our president, sadly, had to give a speech before the UN. He was slated to speak second, but he's a uh, slow, petulant motherfucker who showed up very late. And so they put on several other countries before him. And so he waddles out there onto the stage, gets behind it, and he starts to talk like he's at a Trump rally. And he's like, I've done more in my year and a half than any other president has ever on the history of earth and he was expecting cheers and uproarious yeah. applause instead he got the entire world laughing at him and laughing at us the united states we're the laughing stock of the fucking world good job deplorables um you know i'm okay with that uh because i want him to be laughed at because nothing diminishes a human being more than them going out at what they think is their greatest moment of triumph and being laughed at He's denying that uh, it was unintentional. Now, when he initially got laughed at live on stage in front of all these cameras, he said, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that reaction, but that's okay. And then he pressed on. By the way, that's not the only time they laughed at him. Later on, he was talking about oil companies and whatever, and it pans to the Germans, and the Germans are dying laughing at him. So our president gets laughed at by the Germans. The Germans, a historically unfunny people who don't get jokes. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like when you get used to playing to your base and then you go out there and, and tell some lies, uh, yeah, that's uh, just how it is. And that's not even the biggest thing that's been going on. It's, uh, that's still not the end of it, too, because right after oh, the more? UN speech, well, after the UN speech, he went and he gave the press conference, unless that's what you were getting to. No, no, I didn't even think about the press conference. Now, the press conference is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Like, this is... 25th Amendment bait, right? Like, he is begging to be removed from office because he is clearly out of his mind. He is a moron. He was out there just rambling in front of cameras and just all over the place with conspiracy theories and mispronouncing things. And what's worse is while he's doing this press conference, only the fourth one of his entire presidency, by the way, while he's doing it, he's on teleprompter and he's misreading it and he's going off it. Like this is a, supposed to be a tame version of him to show um, America after the laughing stock he was before the world. And one thing now, remember how before I said whenever they laughed at him, he's like, "Oh, that's not the reaction I was expecting, but that's okay." Now, whenever yeah. they asked him about about it uh, during the press conference, he's like, "Oh, no, no, it was supposed to get laughs. We're all laughing together. We had a lot of fun." But you can see his orange face turn redder as he said that. Yeah, well, the, like the... he is he is genuinely upset. Well, someone brought up a good point about how insane he is. If you ever watch him at events and stuff like that, he himself uh -huh. never laughs. Of course not. He has no sense of humor. 
And there's like, something... Uh, there's... Everything he says, he means. So whenever people say, no, he was just joking whenever he suggested everyone should go shoot Hillary Clinton. It's like, no, he wasn't! No, he wasn't. He never jokes. Well, like, that's the thing. Nothing you, should... you can do about it, folks. Nothing you, should, you can do. You should always well, maybe be... maybe Second Amendment. Always be aware of a man who never that's laughs. That's a quote from the president. Like, always yes. be aware of a man who never laughs. That's really scary. Like, that... that... That shows a weird kind of like, because I imagine I don't, I'm, I'm sure we can find like pictures of it, but like I don't imagine even Hitler laughed that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he mostly, well, not only did he rant in public, but he ranted in front of a mirror a lot. That's how he was able to um, come up with like the best possible poses and whatever. You know what? <laughs> oh, um, that's a really good tactic. Was... I might, I might start doing that to make myself a better like public speaker. I mean, what, ranting in front of a mirror? It actually yeah. is a technique real speakers use. Yeah, so I'm going to start just going in front of a mirror and yelling German phrases. <laughs> das Muten ist Joten ist Klaten! Quote the average Trump, Trump supporter. Oh, uh, Trump, while he was insulting every country on Earth, there was just one country he um, complimented, uh, well, lavished praise upon, while he was speaking before the UN and the world. Was Can you Ru- guess who that was is? Was it Russia again? Normally it would be Russia, but maybe he's upset at a Putin because it wasn't Russia. Well, who was it? Kim Jong Un in North Korea. Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. Um, the absolute worst, most brutal nation on earth, whose best citizens, like the ones that are taken care of the most, are full of parasites. Well, Millions of the average one die of starvation regularly, and their country can be seen in outer space from outer space because it's the only country on earth that's not lit up like a Christmas tree at night. It's a dark country in more ways than one. Well, like uh, um, the whole thing with like they keep reporting that like oh Kim Jong is has uh they they there or the North Koreans have taken down their nuclear site because they blew it up they blew up too many bombs in it and it's no good and so uh Trump's like you're gonna have to denuclearize and they're like yeah 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 sure what if we take down that missile site the one that's all glowing and like blown up and you know kersplat and he's like very good. Like, they, yeah, they like a mountain collapsed. Like, they blew up so many bombs underground. That's uh, eventually why China told them to cut it out, because they were starting to collapse mountains. So Trump also threw some, 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 uh, some like, shade at China, saying that they hacked our elections. Um, he also complimented them a yeah. little bit. No, he said, no, wait, I got that backwards. He said they complimented him. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, uh, the Chinese said they love me because I have a very big brain. Oh, uh, no, he didn't say brain. What did he say? A very big a brain <laughs> you know the a brain that everyone has like they're like what's wrong with your a brain we know what it's called it's called the a brain uh yeah so that's like and i'm tired of like doing stories on our president's a moron that's why this week was so refreshing that we got to see another moron on tv i know right oh we, we kind of spoiled spoiled it earlier but yes we're gonna be talking about kevin off a bit uh yeah uh, we formerly called him brett brett lasagna uh, also known as Barty, Barty O'Kavanaugh, Barty K. Um, so, uh, just... and, and if you're if you're wondering, we're not doing like a um, uh, racism against the Irish, but his friend released a uh, a book a long time ago, and one of the characters, Brett O'Kavanaugh, <laughs> Barty O'K. A friend of his released a book forever ago that uh, identified a character that he knew back in his frat days as Bardo Kavanaugh. Well, let's start from the beginning, which is uh, Brett Brett Kavanaugh. Um, is the nominee pushed through uh, by the president to be the to fill a Supreme Court uh, vacancy left by the fat, dead uh, conservative a-hole Justice Scalia? Uh, the reason the president chose uh, Barty K, Special K, um, was because I call him Special K a lot. Well, because well, that's because Special K is also a date rape drug, so it's kind of a joke. Um, <laughs> So the reason that the president, uh, he wasn't on any of the, the fast-track lists. There were better people than him. But the reason they chose him was because in his, a lot of his like past rulings, he does not believe that a president can be subpoenaed and believes that the executive office uh, is above prosecution, um, which immediately Trump saw and was like, Ew, that means they don't have to go to jail. I pick him. He's going to be my best friend. Right? Yep, so they, yep. pick, they pick him. Uh, he's going to be nominated. And... Uh, then uh, a woman wrote an anonymous letter to, uh, what was the senator? Was it Senator Feinstein? Feinstein, yeah. Wrote an anonymous letter to, to Feinstein going, this guy uh, attempted to sexually assault me when I was 15. Uh, they dragged me into a room. He held his hand over my mouth to keep me from screaming. It was as soon as he was on the short list before Trump had uh, thumbed him. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and, he, uh, and then his friend turned up the music so like it would be drowned out. 
And uh, then eventually this woman came forward. So, uh, you know, we've been going back and forth. Will she testify? Will he testify? And we now, finally got it. Yep, on Thursday. Now, there's a few layers to this. First of all, whenever we last recorded, uh, I'm pretty sure it was just the one woman. And I was trying to say, you know, he's probably a serial rapist. And you're like, well, he tried to rape one woman. Right. At that point, there's always, there's always that, more. At that point, it was only the only person who was accusing him was Dr. Christine Blasey Ford. Um, right. Yeah. Since then, more have come out. They started off anonymous, and then they've gradually revealed their identities. Yeah. And they're making statements that would actually get them in a lot of trouble if this did go to law shit, and it was proven shit wrong. Up. Like one, they're putting their lives on the one, line. One their woman, lives on the line. One woman came out and said he regularly would help drug women, and then they would gang rape them. Like you see, dudes standing in line outside the door to like gang rape a drug woman. Like serious accusations that you you can't just throw around without serious legal repercussion, which means. That you know that they're pretty sure they happened, right? Right. So they and went. Go ahead. Originally, the it was going to happen on the hearing was going to happen on Monday, and then Trump was going to talk to Rosenstein on Thursday to see about firing him. Oh yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. I forgot that but, was another uh, thing we forgot about. So there was Trump was going to fire Rosenstein. That was a huge thing that was going to go on. Like that was the big thing that the nation was talking about before every other thing under the sun based, happened. Based on how badly this Senate hearing went for Trump's pick, old Special K, old Brett Kavanaugh, I am almost I'm willing to lay money down. <laughs> He's going to fire Rosenstein. It's like when you're a crazy when you when you're a psychopath and you have a bad day, so you come home and like you kick the dog because that's the only one you can get. Yeah, Rosenstein's yeah. going to be the dog that gets kicked yeah. so uh, a lot of people were speculating that rosenstein had already resigned that uh, he had resigned orally to um general kelly and like the world held its breath but this was god actually there's a few layers to this too taking a step back rosenstein report was reported by the new york times as saying that uh he should wear a wire to uh get the 25th amendment enacted on trump but he didn't say that. He never said that. Like the, we finally found testimony from someone who said, "No, I was there." He like said it sarcastically. What do you want me to do? Wear a wire? Whenever someone was talking about floating the fifth, the twenty fifth amendment, he yeah. said it dismissively and walked on. So Washington Post proved that the the failing New York Times is fake news. Right? That one article is fake news. It was probably leaked or put there by one of Trump's people to try and get you know, have an excuse to fire Rosenstein. Yeah. But freaking CNN and MSNBC, the reason why I always say that they're not left biased, they're sensationalist biased, yes. is because they grabbed that story and sprinted with because it. And they were on it all day long, even after the Washington Post had disproven it. And they damn near got Rosenstein to resign, possibly, because he was talking to Kelly about it. But then also he wasn't, and he decided to stay on and would talk to Trump Thursday. But anyway, because if it, Because something? if it bleeds, it leads, man. Yeah, yep. But uh, but that meeting on Thursday, which would have been yesterday, has been pushed postponed until next week, right. and we don't know what day next week. Because Trump's going to lose his, or he's already losing he's, his. He's already, according to inside sources, he's already losing his shit. Yeah, he's like losing his mind. I'm surprised that he didn't like kick Kushner. You know what I mean? Can you yep, yep. Kushner? I'm going to fucking kick you because I'm real mad. Um, yep. Kelly, hold him down. I'm going to punch him. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so they had the Senate hearing, and uh, Doctor Doctor Ford uh, testified first, um, and uh, I missed. So I so my personal story. All right, was... um, at the it was supposed to start on Monday, but because she was getting death threats and had to flee her oh, home, oh yeah, 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 and that's... all kinds of other bullshit happened. It got delayed all the way till Thursday. That's and yeah, that's the other thing. As we get into this, you're gonna hear Kavanaugh cry about like how it's destroyed his family. Mm. Ford did not have to come forward and put herself out there in the public eye like this. Like, you know, she knows that rape victims uh, or victims of sexual assault uh, are not believed. Uh, that, like, you know, it never goes well for them. But she, like, my God, this woman's a patriot. She came up, put her whole life and her family's life and, like, everything on the line to testify about this. Um, and she got so many death threats, she had to go into hiding before the uh, the committee here or before the Senate hearing. Yeah. Like, people so, are so insane that they're like, you're a victim of sexual assault, I'll kill your whole family. I'm going to tweet that out. Like, <laughs> the fuck, man? Yeah. yeah. So, she uh, she came out on 
to the stage in front of the world on Thursday, and even though she was incredibly nervous about being there, she put on what I believe will be a testimony that will be studied by children in school for hundreds of years to come. I believe that this was a true moment in American history. Even if Kavanaugh gets confirmed, this is going to be, this will be something that will be remembered because she was believable. She was, she answered every question. She didn't shirk anything. She didn't, she was never emotional. I mean, she was nervous, clearly, but yeah. she didn't lose her shit. Right. She didn't, she didn't behave like the stereotypical libtard, right? That yeah, um, she Trump was, supporters always try to pretend like she people are. She was poised, are. dignified, and she testified. Uh, like, And it was, yeah, it was great. I missed the live version of her testifying because I was at work. But I got to hear Kavanaugh on my way home um, trapped in traffic. And it was, it was both titillating and torturous at the same time. Because Kavanaugh did come out and behave like the stereotypical libtard of me. If you look at the, if you look at the, um, the picture, just the pictures, he looks like those possum memes. If you've seen him going around the internet, where the possum has like its mouth open and it's just going ah, like that's what he looks like. He looks like a hobgoblin. He looks like a little mouse in a lot of them, and his whole face is like scrunched up towards the center, as though his nose just became a black hole, and he's going. So uh, he's to, pulling to, all the hate together. So to tell everybody my personal story, I stopped to grab some food on McDon at McDonald's on my way home. Uh, McDonald's was not taking cards. I had no cash, but I was stuck in the drive-through line, not getting any food, and that's when I began to listen to Brett Kavanaugh come on and just start going. My family, my family has been destroyed. My Mm, I'm. I like beer. You, you <laughs> beer. You know. You like it. It's good. You drink it. Like just like his opening statement was like ten minutes of him crying. And I, so I'm listening to him on the radio, so I can't see his stupid hobgoblin face. But there, I'm like, why is he? I can hear him. Who's sniffing right now? And I guess it was him <laughs> taking like cry breaks. And, and my wife. I'm not. You know. I've been in here. I've been in DC. I'm not at home going on dates with Susan. You know. I'm not lifting weights my whole life. And I'm like, what is he doing? And I thought the whole, I was worried that the whole Senate hearing was just going to be him talking forever. I, uh, he was doing his opening statements. And after that, they started asking him questions. Yeah, but I didn't know how long that was going to last. And it lasted forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like crying and like talking about how unfair this is and like. So uh, here's a fun fact. Someone took all the, uh, I think it was Vox, took all the questions that both of them were asked and lined it up and had like markers for uh, if the questions were fully answered, partially answered, or just they said nothing. And for uh, Dr. Ford, they were all fully answered, every single question. Yeah. For uh, Kavanaugh, like half dude, of them were not answered at dude all. Dude couldn't answer a single he a question. Petu he is a petulant child. And I hate like, it that it was, it was run by Orrin Hatch, who, by the way, uh, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. They're like, they're like, it's like these old like people, like Orrin Hatch, would be like if you were accused of a serious crime, and they put you in front of a tribunal of grandpas that think you're a nice boy. You remember yeah, that yeah. when you were a kid, and you would like meet somebody who was old, and they had known you for five minutes, and they would go, "You know that one right there? He's a, he's a real nice, he's a stand-up boy. He's a real I'm like, I'm like, you he's a good boy. I'm like, you don't, do you don't, nothing. you don't know me. Um, like." Well, how, you, upon meeting me in five minutes, like oh. I'm a nice boy, and and now that I'm older, I think what they were trying to say was, "It's a nice white boy," which, <laughs> which for these old people was synonymous with nice. But yeah, so that's kind of yeah. what Orrin Hatch did with. Uh, he, he he had opinions on Doctor Ford too. Oh my God, creepy old grandpa was like was like a, a she's doc, really hot. Doctor Ford. What do you Fortis. mean by that? I mean I want a banger. I know what <laughs> she's plays like. She's pleasing. He said this about somebody who's testifying about sexual assault. She's very pretty. She's pleasing. Mm -hmm. Very pleasing. S Senator, God, I would. Have, so, I feel I, like they have to keep checking Senator Orrin Hatch to make sure is he asleep or did he die. <laughs> yep. These um, like you said, uh, Senator Hatch and a lot of his ilk is like if uh, Ents ran. The Senate, yeah, those you know, are ancient, but it's the, ancient, yeah, like the, the ancient racist trees, rapists. Yeah, the ancient trees from Lord of the Rings. It's a lot like if they had to deliberate on like a rape hearing, and but they're also rapists. Yeah. He's not a rapist, he's just an acorn. And all those, there's a lot of people that are like, well, where does this end? I go, well, I hope it ends with all people that sexually assault other people 
paying for their crimes. Yeah. Yeah. How about it ends there? Yeah. Like that's but with uh with justice done. There was a there was a uh, and we'll get it we'll get into my favorite uh Senator Lindsey Lindsey Firebrand Graham just it went off at one point. Hell, so there so, you people drag this man's honest name through the mud. So Canava like he can't answer questions. They're asking him like, did you drink? And he would yeah yeah I drank I like I like, I like beer beer beers. And he kind of has this almost like Kermit what? the Frog voice, which That's... seems completely, that looks like it should come from him. Dr. Ford, I didn't, ex- I, I didn't expect this, the voice that Dr. Ford had. Yeah. She has a very just like, uh, yes, my name is Dr. Ford. Like, I didn't expect her to have that voice come out of her. But you look at it like the little hobgoblin Canova, and I fully expected like a creepy little like, Canova the Frog here. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? You know what, Miss Piggy? You like beer, okay? I like beer too. I drink beer, okay? Why am I in trial for drinking beer? Like, this beer is a Quaaludes flavor. If you'll try it, Miss Piggy. So he's like, so they're so the the investigation like they're asking him questions like, uh, uh, did you drink? Yes, I like beer. Okay, did you ever drink too much? Well, what is too much, Senator? Um, and they're like, did you ever drink to the point of passing out? Well, I went to sleep, but I didn't pass out. Like. He's he, um, yeah. Uh, th- those two different instances. One where um, a-, a lady asked him, "Well, did you drink until you were blackout drunk?" And he's like, "What have you?" Yeah. Well, so why? now have you ever drank? No, have you? Have you ever done that? Will you answer the question? Will you answer it? Yeah. He he's uh, I, then, I, one of my notes while I'm listening is I go, "Oh, you can just straight up be rude and interrupt a fucking senator." Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently, and he's going to have one of the most important jobs in the land. And during his opening testimony, did you notice he also said this is all Hillary Clinton's fault? Yeah, at one point he so went we on to blame... Know, yeah. We know he's not going to be impartial. He is a partisan hack through and through. Yeah, he went on to blame the Clintons and, like, the, the left conspiracy uh, and how they... And his I loved his whole statement. He was like, you know what? You've tried very hard to destroy my good name. No one will blame you. You know, no one will say you didn't give it your best. But I'm not leaving, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's up to you. Um, <laughs> but like, he's crying. He's like, he's angry. Like, dude, you're you've been a judge for like 26 fucking years. Like, you've sat in long court proceedings. You should be able to keep your composure. Like, he acts like this is a surprise. Like, he's like, all right, my first day on the job. Wait, what are you a hearing? What are you talking? I'm gonna be there in five minutes. Oh no! Like. <laughs> That's what he acted like, that, like, somebody told him that, like, all right, you're going to start your new job tomorrow, but then all of a sudden they spring a hearing on him, like... I'm white and male. Why do I have to be accountable for anything? And he, yeah, he I was, went to Yale. This, 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 this was the most amazing political theater I have ever listened to in my life. I, I got home and I didn't get out of the car because I'm just riveted. I'm like, I can't leave because <laughs> I'll have to run from, like, radio to, like, the internet and I want to keep listening. Um, and that was... It, it might have been a joke, but I had heard that um, they were playing this on, like, uh, you know, the uh, the in-flight movies in uh, airplanes? Yeah. People weren't wa- – they were playing it on that, and people weren't wanting to get up and leave whenever the planes landed because the hearing was still going on, and everyone was, like, captivated. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because it was crazy. It, normally this shit is boring. This was insane. So he's throwing it back in the senators. He's like – they're like, have you uh, ever, have and, you ever passed out? No, has, never. And he has charts. Yeah, they're like, have, have you, have you drank too much? Well, I have charts, you see. What, what? Oh uh, no, how, how did he put it? They uh, asked him. They said, I, have I, you I, ever? I, I, they said he's like, yeah, I probably drank too much. And they go, well, how much is too much? I don't know. Consult the blood alcohol charts. You know that. Oh, he said he never drank too much. He yeah. stayed under it. It's like, well, how did you know? Oh, I don't know. Check the charts. That's what, that's what it was. So he's like, look, we all know what college is. We know what college <laughs> drinking is. We know that if your yearbook, it says, like, keg stand master, that, yes, you got drunk and passed yeah, out. Yeah, he like, was a member of the 100 Kegs or Bus Club. And uh, and we all know what the Devil's Triangle is. Oh, my God, that funny. whole part. Dude, yeah. I, so when they get to the uh, – so they have his yearbook. Where like um uh one of the one of the women that supposedly signed the the uh the note about like vouching for his character, uh they a bunch of people had signed the yearbook with her name and the word alumnist under it, which meant that they had all fucked her. That was uh, their whole like oh I'm a fucking Sally alum, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, they're like what it, if they're they asking? 
she's outraged and wants her name scrubbed yeah. from uh, the list of people vouching from him after she heard that. They asked him about that, and he goes, she was a colleague, you know, we just respect her, and it meant she was one of us. So oh, uh, it was, um, we were bragging about how many of us had dances with her. Yeah. Platonic dances. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, re I remember being in high school. Do you remember bragging to your male friends about how many women you danced with, Peter? Yeah, man, I danced with so many girls, so many, at so many dances. So... He's, he's lying about that, and then I spit. I want to send them a bill of getting my car clean because I spit my <laughs> drink all over my dashboard when a senator, a sitting senator, pulls out a high school yearbook and goes, uh, Mr. Canavaugh, uh, can you tell us about the Devil's Triangle? And <laughs> I lost my mind. If you don't know, to set the record straight, the Devil's Triangle is when two men uh, have sex with a woman at the same time, or... Uh, in all the holes, you know, like there's, there's anyway, uh, yeah. It's, Usually they're on um, both ends, and then they high five in the middle, making a triangle. Triangle, or it's also known as the Eiffel Tower. Um, yeah. yeah. But either way, we all know what the Devil's Triangle is. So somebody went online from a congressional ISP number, by the way, because there's a Twitter bot that tracks any changes to like stuff on the internet from a congressional ISP, and changed Devil's Triangle from like two dudes, one girl, to this thing Kavanaugh made up where he goes, it's a it's a drinking game, kind of like quarters. You ever play quarters, Senator? And I was like, <laughs> nope, nope. Make him explain it. Make him talk about the Devil's Triangle. Don't let him off on. So he made up a drinking game that doesn't exist. Um, um, yeah. What was the other thing called? Buffett. Oh Buffett? yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, and like in in the yearbook they go, boof, boof, boofing. Yeah, That's they it. go, hey, uh, hey, hey, K, hey, Barty K, have you boofed yet? And I guess a boof is like it, it means like if you it's... fuck somebody in the ass or whatever. No, like, no, it, it means drinking alcohol with your ass. Oh, have you drunk? Have you drunk any alcohol with your ass? And, and he just so again he gets defensive and he goes, it, it was a joke about flatulence, flatulence, high school flatulence. Okay, it was a joke about flatulence, and yeah. I'm like. I was a high schooler. It was that's all it was. Hey, dude, have you farted yet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look. To be fair with me and my friends, that might have been something we actually say to each other. Hey, have you farted today? Why, yes, I have. I've had a really good fart. Only this really would, good. This would only work in Wesley's yearbook. Uh, right. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, oh have you have you boofed yet, Wilder? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I... there would be nothing wrong with admitting that boofed meant like, hey, have you drunk a keg with your butt? Okay. Throw it out there. You don't have to lie about that. So he's lying about all this stuff. You know he's lying. Anybody yeah. that's like, I was a virgin till I met my wife in college, and I drank beer, but I drank it responsibly. Fuck you, man. Come on. Yeah. Really? Uh, no, I, I've drank in beer extremely irresponsibly. I've been blackout drunk a few times. And if you don't know, blackout drunk does not mean that you fall asleep. It means you continue to be up and walking around and talking to people and interacting, but uh, you have no memory of it the next day. So yeah. just like a whole swath of time is wiped out. There was out. a time I drank. Now, I, I don't. I didn't do it a lot and never intentionally, but yeah, I've gotten blackout drunk before. Yeah, there was a time that I got and, blackout uh, drunk get, and did not rape anyone. Yeah, it I turns didn't... out whenever I uh, my brain stops recording memories, I uh, do not default to uh, to rape. It turns out when I get blackout drunk, I crawl into a uh, drainage ditch for warmth, and then <laughs> and then somehow wake up back in a room with no shoes. I, I pee in Miguel's bush and tell him like a weird story about um. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Wait, he told you, me about it the next day. You, all right, uh, Senator. Can, uh, uh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> uh, Canavac. Can you explain this uh, this thing here about Quetzalcoatl, uh, the ancient Aztec? He's not an Aztec god. It was my buddy's nickname. We call him <laughs> Quetzalcoatl. You know, I have nothing to do with the Aztecs. Like he's just a blatant liar. Like he's lying about everything, dude. We all know what the Devil's Triangle is, and I can't believe a senator had to go like, "What is the Devil's Triangle?" So, yeah, we all knew that. So he's he's lying, and then he tries to like, you want to talk about more stuff in the yearbook, huh? You just you want to talk about yearbook stuff, like he's so combative, like it's it's ridiculous. Um, and my favorite part by far, and I can't remember which Democratic senator it was, but they go, uh, Mr. Mr. Kavanaugh, you know, uh, you say that you are willing to go through. Uh, any investigation to prove your good name, and that's great. So right now, why don't you turn to Don McGahn, the president's lawyer, and say, uh, Mr. McGahn, at, tell the president I want a full FBI investigation. If you really want an investigation, do it right now. And, like, 
And it was great because they were like, do it. And he's if you want an investigation, do it. And he's like, ah, but no, uh, I'll do what the but Senator, you're the FBI doesn't reach conclusions. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Like it was the saddest, weirdest dodge. Like when he could have been like, if the committee wishes to recommend it to the president, then I'll go with it. That's all he had to say. And he just he sat there with his lip pouted out and he didn't say anything after a bit. After his spiel that you were just going or explaining, he just sort of stopped and was like, meh, yeah. like he, he refused to say a word. Yeah, so th- it was great. They, I mean, I've never seen somebody, like a senator, go after somebody that hard, and it made the Republicans so mad. This was my favorite, <laughs> this was my favorite part of this. Senator, probably in the closet, Lindsey Graham from South Carolina, just, oh my just goes crazy. He's just like, this is a sham. This is an ethics sham. Uh, Mr. Canova, do you feel like you've been through hell? And poor Canova seemed like he didn't know whether to shit or go blind. He didn't know what was going on. But at one point, he's getting hammered, <laughs> and then someone's going like, do you feel like you've been through hell? I think he was waiting for Ashton Kutcher to come out and go, Judge Canova, you've been punked. Look into the camera. Oh. Um, but like, oh, uh, that, that makes so, that, uh, makes, makes Graham just goes crazy, and he was just like, you know what? This is a smear job. You know what, Democrats? You want power so bad? I hope you never get it. And uh, Canova, God help us if you do. Canova, when you get to the Supreme Court, you tell Sandra Day O'Connor and uh, Clarence Tom, you tell them I said hi because I voted for him. Like he was so close to going like. When you get to hell, you tell them Senator Lindsey Graham sent you. Like yep. I was like, he said it with that same inflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he wanted. Yeah, he, he, he was like, you know, he loves the movie Tombstone, and there's a really great line from Tombstone when he's like, "Tell the cowboys they're finished," and when you get to hell, tell them that. Uh, what was the guy from Tombstone? I can't even remember his name. Wyatt. Tell them yeah. that Tombstone sent you. <laughs> tell them that Wyatt Earp sent you. Yeah, so like, yeah, he was channeling his best, his his best that, but like the, <laughs> like it, like the Democrats set this up. Like they're so amazed that the Democrats, uh, or that they would wait until the moment when it was the most difficult to like lay it on Canova. Because look, when you want to take down somebody powerful, do you send them a notice and go, sir, I'd like to, I'd like to meet you on unequal terms, or do you wait till like? Politically, you wait till they're most vulnerable and drop the story. That's how politics is done. It's dirty, it's awful, but every side does it. Everyone does it. If you have some like, oh. if you have some particularly destructive news about a candidate or a person, you or, look or at. Or if you the... just want, I was gonna say, or if you just want to be an asshole, like with Merrick Garland, like there was nothing wrong with him. They just held up the yeah the hearing for a year and that was that they just stole a scoda seat but they, no they, they, it, it's just partisan po- like yeah it's no it's not partisan politics it's politics if you're gonna drop a sex scandal story on me you're gonna wait till like it's like right before you're gonna wait till it's too late to sleep and sweep it under the rug that's just like that's smart they're like why didn't you do this behind closed doors Exactly, because they wanted the world to see it. They didn't want it to go behind closed doors. They wanted it to ruin uh, this horrible dude's chances, right? Like, right. and here's the problem. It's really hard to prove this definitively, mm-hmm. but it seems pretty definitive for something so hard to prove. Yeah, like, fucking, I have no doubt in my mind that he did everything he's accused of because all of the witnesses seem, like, not only credible, but he comes off as being the type of person that would do this because the way he was behaving in court the other day in front of the Senate, this is with 35 years of experience and knowledge that his actions have consequence and everything else layered upon, you know, layers upon layers of maturity over who he was when he was in college so strip away those 35 years and get him pissed drunk yeah yeah he strikes me as very much the type of person who just lost his shit and just did whatever he wanted to whoever he wanted even and laughed about it with the boys and thought that he would be immune from consequences his entire life even if somehow even if somehow it wasn't true even if dr ford was like, oh, I bet Canova's going to be a Supreme Court justice in, like, five years. Even if in, like, 2012, you know, there was a deep state conspiracy to set this up, he's demonstrated his his unfitness for the office by his conduct during a, uh, during this hearing. 
Nobody yes. that acts like that should be a Supreme Court judge. You don't have the temperament for it. In fact, you should be you should be taken off, uh, you know, like your other circuit court of appeals judgeship too. Like that should be gone. Yep. Uh, speaking of the uh, the bar is recommending an investigation. Yeah, the American so Bar he might Association. Be the American Bar Association, the people that give you your legal license. You know, the oh. snake pit where yeah. lawyers come from is like he's. I don't know about this snake. He's yeah. kind of fucked up. Uh, like, and speaking of speaking of the law, just to be clear, because I saw a lot of confusion about this today, the uh, the Senate hearing was again, it was just like a job interview. That's all this was. It's it was a, not a trial. Yeah. But Senate uh, testimony can be used as evidence for a trial. Right. And also, Dr. Ford has passed polygraph tests, so that right. can also be used as evidence. So yes. We do have two bits of usable evidence. And one thing that was amazing was that. Uh, the Republicans tried to find a uh, an unfair person who's still a woman to ask Dr. Ford all these um, partisan hack questions, and they wanted to find someone with the appearance of um, credibility, and they accidentally found someone who actually was, because even though, what was her name, something Mitch, Christine Mitch? I, yeah, I don't remember who they got, because remember, I missed that uh, part. The, uh, well, they, anyway, my point is that they accidentally got someone who was credible whenever because whenever she asked dr ford questions she actually asked her good questions right that even though some of them were cruel and messed up and like people were saying oh come on that was clearly like something that they just handed her to um try to do a gotcha question with like the um uh uh if you're uh, Dr. Ford is afraid of flying, and the prosecutor's like, or I mean, the question asker is like, well, if you've uh, if you're afraid of flying, then why does it say here that you once flew on a plane? It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, look, right? I, I hate uh, flying. I'm terrified of flying. I've been on planes, and I'll go on planes again. I don't like it, but if I need to get somewhere, like, and I don't have any other choice, yeah, I'll take a bunch of drinks. I'll drink like Canava, and then get on a plane, and then you know, not rape anybody. Uh, and another question she asked her, and the person asking questions was visibly shaken by the answer. Uh, she asked her, it's like, so why is it that whenever you took the polygraph test, you didn't take it at the person's usual office? You had it at some special place, like over at this whatever state? And she said, oh, it's because I was leaving my grandmother's funeral, and uh, but I really had to get this test taken, so uh, I went and took it. Yeah. Oh, and she of, was like, uh, oh, oh. Yeah, one oh. of Lindsey Graham's things afterward was like, and I know somebody paid for that polygraph test. Yeah, I'm sure someone did, but like... Deep State Soros! Yeah, like, whatever, she still passed the polygraph. Um, I, <laughs> I'd love to see Canova on a polygraph test. Because <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm like, we're going to go ahead and stop this, because it's just, it says that every... You're kind of lying, but you're also not answering questions, but it just, just even your baseline says you're lying. Well, he would just get, like, really mad, and that would speed the needle up so much that it would just be, like, and it would just waste ink on the paper. It's like, okay, we got to stop this. Your heart's going to explode. Yeah, like, I love that he talked about how it's the, these, ac these accusations have destroyed his family. But he... No, he, they he, haven't. Like, worst case... This is a job interview. Worst case scenario, he doesn't get the job, and he goes back to his uh, seven-digit income and his white picket family perfect life nobody is going to remember these hearings certainly no one would remember it if he had just realized oh shit i did do this stuff maybe i should step down and then step down no this is a guy vying for power he wants one of the most powerful seats in the land this is a four life appointment Keep why isn't mind. he a better liar yeah that like Dude. jesus christ if if you I are mean, lying trump is so bad this was a gimme seat right like yeah. this was something that kennedy worked out because his son uh what was it his son paid a million dollars to the trumps and or vice versa i don't know anyway there was a lot of money shit between um J justice kennedy and his son and so he was going to step down to give trump one more supreme court seat yeah. and this was a freebie right all they had to do was slam someone in <laughs> and they picked the worst possible person all you had to do was not pick an angry rapist Right, and they did. It's like, eh, womp. Because yeah. here's the thing. If he did not finish going through committee today, uh, the deadline for that was October 1st. If they didn't do it by then, then they don't get another shot till after the midterms. Yeah, which now with the FBI investigation, it seems like uh, I don't think they're going to be able to conclude an FBI investigation before October 1st. Well, the thing is, is that the confirmation hearing is different from the Senate um or the Senate floor hearing. So the big vote at the floor will can still take place in seven days. Oh, so yeah. So but, that, that's why they're giving it 
and this is the latest breaking news. If people aren't aware, today was like the most heart-pounding, nerve-wracking thing ever, and it was just a bunch of old people in a room on C-SPAN, like sort of dawdling around and not really doing much, because we were waiting to find out if 21 people would vote yes or no on a confirmation on the uh, committee to see if he will have a vote before the Senate to see if he will become the next SCOTUS. Yeah. Here's the thing. Even if he gets it, I think that he has pulled uh, a... He's, he's open enough questions about his character that, like, even if he gets it, I hope that he's ruined he's, and I hope that he's disbarred. And that's what we were talking about, too. He, if the American Bar Association disbars him, but then he's a Supreme Court he, justice, what does that mean for him? He can still serve as a SCOTUS even without being a member of the bar because, like, in a normal world, that would never be allowed. But if the Republicans just want to say, no, he's going to stay there, then they can just keep him there. Yeah. Right? Like, who, who's going to remove him? He can only be impeached by two-thirds majority. They're never going to get that many to uh, vote him out. But they can get 50 votes to vote him in because in the event of a tie, Mike Pence casts his vote and it becomes a tiebreaker and he gets confirmed. And right now they have – they're up by two – well, normally they'd be up by two votes. Right now they're down by two because um, Flake, who is notoriously uh, a poor, guy who lives up to his name. Poor Flake. Poor fucking Flake. He, uh, he, he Senator, voted. Senator Jeff he, Flake he, from Arizona. He, he betrayed everyone by voting yes and confirming this um, hearing today. But he said that he's a no, like a definite no on the hearing unless Mitch McConnell agreed to an FBI investigation. Well, poor, poor Jeff. So he poor pissed Jeff, everyone off. Poor Jeff Flake. Uh, he's a Republican senator from a red state from Arizona. Um, and I don't know why we made him our, our Jesus. We're like, we got to get Flake. So this, and I don't mean poor and like, I really feel bad for him. I just, he's trapped between Lindsey Graham and, uh, all of humanity, which is a bad place to be. So like yeah. he, I guess he's getting into his office or whatever. And like women who are victims of sexual assault, like corner him and they go, what's up, man? Why, that was why, in an why, elevator. Huh? That was in an elevator. In an elevator he was yeah. trying to get somewhere. They're like, why do you why do you not believe us? Why do you not think that our assaults are real or were worth anything? They just like cornered him. And I imagine that after that, this is what I think happened. I imagine he gets up, he gets ah, he gets into his office and like locks the door, right? And he just like he turns he <laughs> yeah. turns around and his chair, right? His his big office chair, you know, like super villain juice. It's you can't see it. It's facing away from him and it slowly twirls around and you just hear like Senator Lindsey Graham. Like slow clap. He goes, well, 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 Jeff Flake. So, uh, well, well, well. I tell Jeff you, Flake. I tell you what, Jeff Flake. It would be real unfortunate if something were to happen to you. And then, like, <laughs> you know, Orrin Hatch like steps out from behind the curtains, and he's like, oh, yeah. If you were to, you look pleasing, Jeff Flake. <laughs> We're going to have to run a devil's triangle on him. Don't yeah. worry, it's a drinking game. Have you heard of quarters? Like, you're going to... Je now, Jeff, listen. I'm going to shove so many fucking quarters up your goddamn ass, they're going to think that, that you're a laundry machine if you don't vote for Brett Kavanaugh. Like, if you, if you don't boof for Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, that's actually a great sticker. Like, I boofed for Kavanaugh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, so poor, poor, fucking Flake, he's throwing between, like, I think the party is going to start killing people. I honestly think the Republican Party is going to be like, okay, look, here it is. You vote or we just, we're going to murder you. We're going to send Orrin Hatch to strangle you. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be too terribly surprised. Like, at this point. That, that's the best, the next you, best move. How do you keep the party in line when you're like, okay, already, uh, we're going to nominate this rapist. Wait, I don't vote. You'll vote how we tell you or we'll fucking kill you. Like, that's going to be the, that's got to be like, you know, the way Saddam kept people insane where he's like, Saddam would win like 90% of his elections, you know? Yep. Yeah, it's gonna, that's going to be the only way they can keep themselves in power. Like. Anyway, yeah, so, I don't know, Flake, be the hero and just, I don't know, vote and then go into hiding so Lindsey Graham can't kill you. Uh, and they did force the FBI investigation. We have one week, and it's going to be a very limited scope, so I don't know if the FBI is going to be able to find anything in well, such a short there's time. A bunch of people that... And they're going to be strangulated and not really allowed to do much. Well, but... people are already clamoring to, like, like his Yale classmates... That guy that wrote the book about their drinking days when he was like, oh, oh, Barty O'Canavaugh. Oh, that was the other thing. So there's a character in the book called Barty, Bardo Canavaugh, which Brett Canavaugh, Barty K, special K. Uh, yeah. And it was just all kinds of lewd and like, you know, like stupid, co like, like behavior. Yeah, he got drunk and threw up in the car and yeah. whatever else. And he goes like, they were like, uh, Mr. Canavaugh, was that you? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. 
Come on, dude, that's the worst pseudonym in the... I think maybe some of the characters are kind of based on our character traits. Yeah, the character trait of getting blackout drunk and assaulting people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as of right now, though, like, God, this is insane how close this is. It's uh, 48 yeses to 52 noes automatically if he went up for confirmation right now. And it's yeah. just so insane that it's divided that close along well, my party thing, lines. Like, why are the Republicans being such monsters? Why do they not care at all? It's not about monsters. It's like they have gotten themselves into a horrible place where they had, like, it's just, it's the same way the Tea Party came into power. If they show any kind of, like, willingness to reach across the aisle or consider, this really awful base that they have created that supports Trump will vote them out of office. They will lose their primaries. Um, yeah, they, uh, and they try to say things like, um, you know, I'll get, uh, I'll get primaried, and it'll be primaried by someone who really will do whatever Trump asks. What's the difference between that and you doing anything he asks now? Yeah. Because I don't mean it. I'm insincere when I do it. They're in a desperate bid to hang on to power, and they're like, well, if I don't do it, someone's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have created this monster you know, yeah, when... maybe I shouldn't have spent all those years lying about everything to um, whip all these crazies up in a frenzy, believing in this alternate reality just yeah. so you can have a little bit of power. Like, I know people lie, and, like, politicians lie. Like, there's a really good speech, or there's a really good saying by, I think it was the Kaiser, that said people with weak stomachs should not watch sausage being made or politics in action. And I agree with that. Politics is dirty. It's, like, it's 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 always been that way. Like, back to, like... You looked at any kind of political intrigue, and it's always it's always nasty. Like it's never good. But the problem is, like, you have to find the line in which, like, uh, is it just politics, or are you also destroying the institutions so you can hang on to power a little bit longer? You know what I mean? Yep. And that's kind of um, what that's kind of what they're doing. Uh, but like, either way, this this hearing made me feel so good because, of course, I don't want I don't want Special K to be uh, a SCOTUS, but his. His uh, his actions in this courtroom have proved what a piece of garbage he is and have proven how unfit he is for the office that he's going for. What the office that he has? And, and a tremendous number of people have seen this now. Yeah. So it it's not like they can sweep it under the rug. There was a really... They, there was a really... They expected to just be able to crush Dr. Ford because they started believing their own hype. Yeah. And then they got out there and had to meet reality. And like Trump being laughed at by the UN, they were all like, Oh, I wasn't expecting that reaction. Yeah, it kind of it kind of reminds me of um, there was a Rick and Morty storyboard that went out uh, where they they Rick and Morty this court case from Georgia between a judge and a defendant, where the judge was just like, you know what, you know what, you're an asshole, and the guy's like, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Well, guess what? I jack on white boys like you. Uh huh, uh huh. Well, I'm gonna give you more time. You want to see that again? Like that's that's kind of what it reminded me of when you're like, you're a federal judge. How are you not more composed than this? I don't even know. I would have just, at the worst, if I was... Maybe I mean, it's, maybe it's because I got improv skills. I feel like, I feel like, put me in a Senate hearing. Grill me. Come on, let's do it. I'm, I'm good for this. I, I'm sure that at least part of it was because... I don't know. I have a lot of theories on why he would behave like that. But at the end of the day, we have to look at just what he actually did. His motivations for it completely aside. Oh, I do know that he is partially bullshitting the emotions. Like whenever I said, I think I said crocodile tears earlier. If I didn't, yeah, I those were definitely my, crocodile tears. I put that tears. on my Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like, you know, they used it to tell me. It definitely was because if you watch the video of it live, whenever, like the very first break they go on, he stands up and his wife stands up. They approach each other and they sort of embrace with him putting his hand on the small of her back. Mm-hmm. Second break, he gets up, his wife gets up. They approach each other at the exact same rate, at the exact same pace. They meet at the exact same time. He puts his hand on the small of her back. It's designed to make someone think that he's uh, a sympathetic figure, and it was well rehearsed. It was so well rehearsed. Because the apparent, third break, the exact same action. Not, the fourth but, break, the exact same but action. Not they well, did the, but not well enough rehearsed because like, he seemed to just be unable to answer questions. That, that, yeah, I mean, it was sort of a combination of he thought that he had this, and also he had no fucking clue what he was doing. Yeah. So it was his fantasy that he had prepared for versus the reality of actually being there. And this is, you know, uh, this is a child who's never been held accountable for anything in his life. We were so close. We were so time. close to having that Andy Griffith moment, you know, where, you know, the old Andy Griffith style is you ask some seemingly innocuous questions, you lead the bad guy into a trap. Then you get him angry, and then he blurts out all the crimes, you know? Uh, and then, yeah. like, then like Andy Griffith's like, Yana, 
no further questions. And then, like, they're all like, guilty. And we were so close to having that. He's just, like, so angry that, like, you're waiting for him to just be like, yeah, you know what? I rape people, so what? Some people deserve to be raped. No further questions, Your Honor. I believe we have what we need. Like, <laughs> and, and then he still passes, like, 51 to 50 yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ba-da, ba-da, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's the thing. I'm listening to this. This is bad TV. I've never like most of the time Senate hearings are really boring. Like if you listen to the the Senate hearing with um Mark Mark Zuckerberg about Facebook and the senators. Oh, that just... was that one was torture. Oh yeah, the senators are so old and confused and they're like, is it true that the internet is a series of tubes with the information carried by small hamsters, Mr. Zuckerberg? Tell me, Mr. Zuckerberg, if uh, this program is uh, free for everyone to use, and how do you make money? I, d- uh, I enjoy a good butterscotch. Could you yeah. tell me your favorite flavors of butterscotch, Mr. Zuckerberg? Like, we uh, we, and you're we like, run ads, sir? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh You're right. just clawing your eyeballs out. But this shit is just like, what the fuck? Like, oh my god. Um, yeah. 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 And she, Dr. Ford really does school these people too because like at one point they ask her like, now how can you be sure that it was canava that night because you know we because some people have been muddying the waters like the republicans have been paying people to say that it was them and not him yeah they're right? trying to pay they're trying to have their so, spartacus so, moment where like a guy's so, like i'm the rapist no 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 i'm the rapist guess what yeah, that, you're all rapist and you're all going down yeah but uh when asked about this she said you know i'm certain about that for the same reason i'm certain i'm talking to you right now and then they're like, well, you know, well, but that was so long ago. How can you remember that clearly, but not remember other details of the night, such as who drove you to the party? And she said, well, it's because. And then she starts to name like brain parts. She talks and about how in the trauma brain. is embedded in the hippocampus, right? Yeah. How traumatic yep. events are encoded in our brain. Meanwhile, on the other hand, you've got, I like beer, you know? Yeah. I like it. I still like it. Do you because, like uh, beer? Because I can tell you, I've been through traumatic events that are seared in my memory. I cannot forget them ever. If I think back to them, I can remember them clearly, like moment by moment, right? Yeah. But, like, the other details of those days I don't remember. I remember like, every all time. All of that's dis- faded away. I remember every time I crashed my motorcycle, but I don't remember what I had for lunch yeah. that day. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, uh, car crashes. I can still remember everyone that was there, everything that we said, like, right as everything, be- right as I began to realize, oh, we're fucked, uh, everything just started going in such slow motion, and I can remember it so goddamn clearly, and if I think about it, I'm right back there with it happening again. Yeah, but if they ask you, oh, what, what, um, what, what, uh, what did you have what? for lunch that day, or, uh, it's like, yeah, what was, uh, what date was that, or what was on TV that morning? Like, yeah, you wouldn't know any of that, because that's not what's yeah. encoded in your head. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, is that uh, this doctor really is a doctor of, uh, what is it, brains? Whatever it is. <laughs> she's a, I believe she, she's a clinical, she's a psychiatrist or psychologist? Uh, she, she knows brains at any rate. She's she a, a fucking doctor. That's it. all I, yeah, she's a goddamn so doctor. She, she knows doctor. how brains work, and yeah. she's able to school them on why she can remember certain things, but not others. And also, you pointed out, and other people have pointed out, that uh, in truth tellers, there's gaps in their story and holes in their memory because they didn't, they're just trying to remember something that happened. They didn't rehearse a story over and over. For liars, there's yeah. no holes in their story yes. because they rehearsed the thing you, over and over again. If you talk to anybody who works on any kind of innocence project or where you're trying to get people exonerated that were wrongfully accused or whatever or wrongfully imprisoned, it's very difficult to get innocent people off because they don't have a memorized fake story. There are gaps and holes in their timeline of events because unless you have a photographic memory, nobody goes around with like exact details, right? Whereas Canova right. was like, I've got calendars from 1982 that prove that I wasn't there. A, calendars don't prove anything. Also, right. uh, B, I find it highly unlikely you have a unadulterated calendar from the exact time in which you sexually assaulted somebody. Also, yeah. you don't seem like the kind of person that kept a calendar. Also, can we test them for age? Is that possible? Test them for age? Yeah, can we like test the calendars and see if they're actually from 1982? Oh, or if he just doctored it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. it could easily be a forgery. It could be like he went and found a calendar and it really is from back then, but it had nothing on it, so he just wrote all this shit in. Yeah. All, all kinds of things it could be wrong. Like... He could have 
doctored it, removed stuff, tore pages out that were incriminating. Yeah, it's... And also, even from what's there, there's like some really bad shit, such as Devil's Triangle written in <laughs> yeah. the margins of some things. It sounds like something that somebody who's lying would either make up or try to drag in. Like, And the fact that he's lying and doesn't have a better story is what makes me even matter. I'm like, you got a chance to lie about this. Lie better. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's because uh, his his lie so far, like he started with a um a thing on an interview on Fox News where he said, well, you know, I was a virgin in high school and in college and well into my adult years and I never drank. I was a Boy Scout and I lived a perfect life and I was working on being captain of the varsity team and top of my class. That was his other excuse for everything. I got into Yale. You may have heard of it. It's one of the top law schools and I got there by working my butt off. Okay, well, does that what does that have to do with sexual assault? That's uh, that's on the finals. <laughs> I guess so, man. That would be like oh, uh, it'd be like if OJ defended himself with like, I got into the NFL by working my tail off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you murder your wife? I worked really hard. Look at all these other women I didn't murder. Yeah. Um. Oh, the other thing I want to talk about that was real creepy was his. His, and this was makes me know that he's lying. His numbers, when he's like, I have a letter from 65 women that vouch for my conduct. You know, the other day I went to the grocery store and the, I counted that there were 35 women who will all sign sworn testimony. I did not sexually assault them. On the way home Thursday, I stopped at a Dunkin' Donuts. The lady I bought my donut from was also a woman. She'll sign a sworn affidavit that I did not sexually attack her. I'm like, who counts women like that except for a sexual predator? Yeah, yeah, uh... Uh, serial killers would. Yeah. You know what? I bet if you asked the lion, he could tell you exactly how many, how many gazelles he'd seen that day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is... I mean, of course he's just being petulant whenever he says that. Or maybe he's not. Like, maybe that's something deplorable's here, and they're all like, Hell yeah, I saw a woman today, and I barely even raped her. So, Hell yeah, this is my guy. There's this real great Fox News thing I wanted to talk to you about. It says, uh, New York Times slam for depicting Ford as calm and Canavaugh as angry. Photos are the perfect liberal narrative. Well, because they're true. What? And if there were yeah. any photos of uh, Dr. Ford going, like we would have like you would have shown those but... that have been all over Fox yeah. News forever but all the photos of her have composed most of the photos of him are Brett looking like a hobgoblin just sneering and like people in the back going what is wrong with him yep so yeah, it's not a liberal narrative. Uh, it's the that truth. was a wonderful picture of like him looking like a monster and every woman looking disgusted that's sitting behind him like glaring at him it was it was amazing it, it was like the last supper if they're all Judases. Yeah, <laughs> they're all just like, I'm going to get that guy. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sure there's so much we're forgetting. Uh, Trump finally weighed in just once. Like, his handler, he got away from his handlers and was able to send out a tweet. <laughs> and um... <laughs> Like a toddler. He's just running around the White House with his pants off. And they're going, come back here. I'm not done changing you yet. <laughs> no, no, the toad has to free the mushroom. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the mushroom is free. <laughs> Mr. President, come back here and get your diaper. <laughs> he managed to squirt out a tweet all over the wall and smear it everywhere. Where, um, where in, what was it? He's all like, oh, well, if she's, re if she's really telling the truth, where's the police report from back then? Maybe she should release that so we can prove the time and day and what he did. I'm going to go ahead and send a theory out there that police in 1982. Okay, and this is my area of expertise. This is where I'm an expert. All right. I watch a lot of Unsolved Mysteries, the original. <laughs> I watch a lot of Unsolved Mysteries. Bear with me. I watch a lot of Unsolved Mysteries on Amazon Prime. They have the originals up there with Robert Stack. I'm going to tell you a little story about cops. They didn't investigate murder very hard in 1982. I don't think that they believed that attempted that, that, that like sexual assault or attempted rape was actually a crime. Because there's so Maybe. many times in like Unsolved Mysteries when they're like, the man was brutally murdered. The murderer left his license behind. Police are still unable to locate him. That's cops in the 80s. They're like, well, I guess whatever, man. I'm going to go back to watching some uh, some uh, uh, sweet A-Team or whatever they watched in the 80s. <laughs> I, love, I love Mr. T. Yeah, like... I was trying so, to do a Mr. T impression and all I could think of was Quagmire for some reason. <laughs> oh, Mr. T, I pity the fool. I pity the fool who runs who runs for, for uh, SCOTUS and then sexually assaults people in 1982. I pity him. And maybe you can help cuck a SCOTUS. Uh, yeah, so, like, uh, maybe you can be part of a devil's triangle. <laughs> maybe you, too, can boof in high school. 
So, yeah, so yeah, why didn't she report it in 1982? Because they would have laughed her out of the police station. They probably would have oh. slapped her. They probably would have, they probably would have, like, slapped her around and said, stop being a crazy broad. Yeah, listen here, sweet tits. We need for you to stop being so hysterical and maybe come back when you're off your period, okay? Yeah, that would be like asking, that, why didn't people, that would be why their didn't serious people response. report, like, why didn't black people report, like, uh, assault in, like, the Jim Crow era? You know? Because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one had, uh, well, get... if he was really lynched, why didn't he come to the local police force and ask them to uh, do something about it? Because the sheriff... Because the cops were there? Yeah, because like, the sheriff <laughs> was there. Like, because Brett Kavanaugh was connected and, like, this, like they were the sons of, like, wealthy, prominent, like, D.C. people. Yeah. Also, yeah. she's 15. You're really going to blame a 15-year-old victim for something that a uh, 17-year-old monster did? Like, come on, man. I mean, Jesus. Also, she repressed the memories for a lot of her life. So, you know, not only would she not have had the toolkit to deal with such a horrendous situation, but she couldn't even if she wanted to. You know, these people that have been brutally murdered in the 80s, why didn't they write the killer's name out in their own blood before they died? <laughs> just just write it that. on the wall like Spartacus. Yeah, 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 you know. I've never seen Spartacus, but <laughs> I'm assuming that's how it went. <laughs> I can tell that you've never seen Spartacus by your complete lack of understanding of the movie. Oh, I uh, love you, Spartacus. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, that's that's our episode for today, man. Um, check back in Spartacus next... Spartacus can't get away from Houston's T. Augustus! <laughs> check back in with us uh, next week uh, when we have a new uh, a new rapist on the Supreme Court. Uh, or maybe we've delayed it until we can find somebody uh, that's not awful. And maybe you can help solve a devil's triangle.